Hello, my brother. I hear you're here for a confessional, so I will allow you to uh, absolve yourself and cleanse your soul. Well, how how are you there? As it as it turns out, uh, now uh, this isn't a this is not a rewind episode, as it were, was it? No, no, this is not one of the rewind episodes. This is you and I having a conversation because, well, some of the parishioners have pointed out to me that they believe that. You of all of the members of the flock desperately need a little bit of cleansing. Oh, Jerry Blasky here does have a, a Turian past, as it turns out, which I would like to cover in depth, yeah, if it would please you. Uh, however, I, I think at this time we should probably talk about uh, some sponsors of the show. Well, I don't know if JRE Tobacco and Aladino Cigars and Riverman Cigar Company and uh, Mr. Nick over at My Monthly Cigars want to be affiliated with this, but I guess, that, you know, this is the uh, results of the, the sewing that they've done, so I guess we will go ahead and mention the three of them. Well, uh, I sow my seeds, as it were, and I before I, before I sold my seeds, as it turns out, I, I like a good, strong cup of a fucking good coffee, as it turns out. It is very fucking good. It uh, it, it gets the deed done, and, and when I cannot get a, a hot, hot cup of a fucking good coffee, I just get a, a cup of Joe, as it turns out, and that is literally a cup of Joe. Uh, this gentleman that lives at Kitty Corner for me at the Salvation Army. And he's kind enough to uh, supply with my uh, caffeine. This sounds like something that perhaps we do need to address in, search, in, in your confessional here. Well, uh, but before I get started uh, with my, my sins, as it were, I would like to kind of talk to you about exactly what kind of credentials you have, as it turns out, Mr. Pastor Burnaby. Well, see, I did one of those online courses and got the certificate uh, from the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. But the thing is, I lost my faith in the Flying Spaghetti Monster when I lit up my sweet, sweet first Podomo cigar. And that tobacco hit the lips and the smoke hit the mouth. And it just, it just brought you to this holy place and i figured this this is my true calling the cigar a, a flying spaghetti monster uh, sounds a little bit like a level of scientology if you ask uh, old jerry Pulaski here i didn't have to buy any books my friend yeah i am more of the uh flying laguini uh uh kind of guy as it turns out uh the reason I ask uh, what your credentials were is I kind of fell into this trap earlier uh, when I went to a confessional, as it turns out, what I thought it was a confessional. And uh, long story short, uh, I got a cease and desist from uh, both Miss Mr. Dave and uh, Mr. Buster, as it turns out. It, it, it was not a confessional as much as it was uh, a video gaming console. Family there, family fun facility, yes. As it turns out, uh, yes, and there were there were children present, which was, at the time, I will confess, a violation of my parole standards. But uh, we're under the bridge, as Jerry Polanski is concerned. Well, we have children in the congregation. Are you allowed to be in the church these days? Uh, as far as I'm concerned, and my parole officer says, I decide out of mind. And I don't know any, anybody they can see that for. 
but uh, if if we're going to go ahead and do the confessions, I I guess I should start uh, from way back when, as it turns out. Uh, you start where you need to, child. Uh, well, probably the first uh, kind of uh, really uh, 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 drifting of the path, as it were, was uh, at my Kinsey era. Yeah, when uh, Jerry Pulaski was a 15-year-old Mexican girl, as it turns out, and uh, it, it was a it was a phase. Uh, I grew out of it, but uh, I did I did, as it turns out, have the Kinsira, and I did become a woman that day, and that was probably my first sin, as it turns out. But the gentleman was very gentle and very nice, but uh, he also 55 years of age. Oh my! Yeah, old, old Jerry Glasky there became a woman and a victim at the same time. I don't quite know how to respond to that. Well, neither did I. As it turned out, I, I, uh, I was beside myself, and uh, I uh, have never been the same since. Quite frankly, explains a lot. Yeah, and then, and then from from there, I got called. To the service, uh, uh, not 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 a calling you had, uh, m- Mr. Pastor, uh, but I did go fight the Vietcon, as it turns out, uh, not in not in Vietnam, but at a Hu Hot Mongolian Grill, and I, I was forcibly removed from there. I would think so. Out. Yeah, yeah, they were very nice about it, but I did get dishonorably discharged from the who hunt for spreading a rampant case of foot and mouth disease on the patrons of the who hunt. So when you served, was this under the time of don't ask, don't tell? Yeah, it, it, it was, but uh, old Jerry Pulaski here uh, loved to ask and loved to tell in graphic detail. And uh, it, it was too much. It was too much for them. And I, I was uh, dishonorably discharged, as it were, from the, from the who hunt. And which led me to my next calling, or ne- next path of sin, as it were, uh, when I became a Cub Scout leader. And I did get a merit badge in uh, secret keeping. Oh, my. Exactly. And that, uh, again, don't ask, don't tell, as it wrote. So in this case, you were good at the don't asking and don't telling, whereas before you had an issue with that. Exactly. I, I, I did mature. I did mature, as it turns out. I, I was uh, in my late 50s, at this, and I, uh, I discovered Blackberry Brandy. Which yes, is, I believe uh, you've called into the boys' line about that before. Yes, it is a worry, and it has led to many a bad, uh, uh, many a bad decision. Can I, can I call you, Pastor? Feel free. Are, are we, are we there? Okay, Pastor. It, uh, it led to many a bad decision as a... As it turns out, from previous calls, uh, the, the mattress lady that you had previously, uh, Mr. Uh, Nick, had previously bedded, I uh, fell victim to her curse oh and her allure, yes, as it were. And uh, She is uh, a crazy jo- bitch. Yes, I heard, yes. but uh, the, joke, the joke is on her is she got a very rapid case of foot and mouth disease, courtesy of Jerry Blasky here. And the hoo-hot. In the hoot. Now, uh, the, the mattress, as it turns out, had uh, many more diseases and presents to give her, as well as old Jerry Pulaski here. 
and uh, Jerry Pulaski from the mirror got a very severe case of the penis flu. A uh, chew, as it turns out, a chew. What, what, wait, 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 the what? The, the penis flu. So, so, what symptoms are uh, involved uh, in the penis flu? An oily discharge uh, from my uh, Frank, or Johnston, as it were. Uh, and uh, it uh, burns when I urinate, which is often these days, especially from the blackberry brandies. Mm. Makes sense. I, you know, I, I must apologize there, Mr. Pastor. Uh, Jerry Pulaski here, he has a tendency to ramble, so if I am going... No, uh, sir, this is, this is the time for you to cleanse your soul, to tell me all of the things that you wish to tell me and lay forth before God. I am just here to listen and, at the end of it, inform you how you can repent for your sins. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad you have some time. Uh... And we left off where? Where were were we in the story here? You were discussing the crazy bitch with the mattress and how you got a case of the penis flu. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And uh, Jerry Pulaski still suffers from that, Uh, as it turns out. It is is a daily uh, concern of mine, but I've had... I have lots of daily concerns, you know, dating back uh, to my my days uh, prior. I have a... I met a gypsy woman who uh, put a curse on me, as it turns out. Those can be rough. Yes. uh, I was trying to lose a fair amount of weight, and she had me eat this pie, as it turns out. And uh, I did lose the weight, but at at much more of a rapid pace, as it turns out, than Jerry Pulaski would like. And uh, I I, I had to kill my daughter and my wife, and then uh, Stephen Keene adopted this as a a movie. Uh, Oh, oh. Yeah, I, before I go any further into any detail, uh, this is a private conversation, correct? What you tell me is 100% between us. It is the pastor, okay. pastoral privilege. Okay, good there. Uh, so, uh, I mean, that, that uh, you know, but uh, as a member of the Perdomo Church, I, I, I think we should get more into some cigar-related uh, mishaps as it were oh now son these are going to be the major sins i mean let's be real up till now you have admitted to um well be be changing your gender from a mexican girl to what what are you currently identifying as i assume an an uh, i'm an i'm an an elderly uh polish man from the midwest okay so we've changed from the young Mexican woman to the elder Polish man. You also have admitted um, some uh, wartime atrocities uh, taking place at a restaurant. Um, I, I will interrupt you there. Those fuckers asked for it. And then from there, you uh, hooked up with the crazy bitch on the disease-laden mattress, and now you've just admitted to... Again, I'm going to interrupt here. Based on Nick's recommendation solely. Of course, of course. And then from there, you ate a pie that a gypsy woman gave you and killed your wife and daughter. Allegedly, as it turns out. Allegedly. Okay, just trying to keep up. So, okay, now let's get into the serious sins and discuss the cigar-related ones. Oh yes, and these are these are not proud moments of Jerry Pulaski's life I w- here. I would hope not. As it turns out, uh, I gave a, 
to a new smoker, as it turns out, my neighbor in a lifelong uh, live-in partner, John Quimby, uh, a Padron 1926, and uh, he did not finish it. And I, uh, you know, I did not have the shame, as it turns out, to not take it from his cold dead hands and finish smoking it. Well, there's a lot to unpack there, but the first thing is, you gave a Padron 1926 to a brand new smoker. Uh, exactly, that's why I'm confessing, as a result. That's a very generous gift, my son, but at the same time, he had no appreciation whatsoever for what I can guarantee. Well, that's, that's what I tried to tell him, uh, but he was pretty insistent, and, uh, you know, I so I, I, I reached in and I gave him one. Now, it was, in fairness... Uh, the natural wrapper, which is not aggressive as the Maduro, as you as you well know, very much so. Uh, and I, you know, it, it was it was a shorter buso, uh, but still he took about two puffs, and uh, and he passed out on the chaos with it. Now, truth be told, uh, probably part of the reason was the uh, Tylenol PM mixed with his Mountain Dew I gave him. But, but that is neither here nor there. I think it actually might be both here and there, but that's okay. Yeah. Anywho. So he had, uh, you know, smoked just a little bit of it, and I saw it sitting there on the ashtray, and he was gasping for breath. And I took it and uh, finished it, and I, I got to be honest, it was a little bit of maybe the case of the forbidden fruit, but it, it tasted even better than I remember. Okay, all right. Well, so we'll chalk that sin up to uh, a poor poor decision to give your friend a very good cigar on his first journey. And I will also add the additional sin of smoking uh, another man's cigar after he already started it. Because despite what Gato says, I don't believe in the... Did you at least clip off the end that he was using, or did you just... Go straight at it. Uh, a gentleman never tells, as it turns out. I, I thought you were all about the the defying of the don't ask, don't tell. That was a younger uh, Jerry Police. That's right. That's right. You matured. I, I, okay. I, I, I matured. Okay. All right. Well, then I won't ask. Then so we'll yeah. just we'll just no. we'll just address the sin as the giving of the wrong cigar. So okay. So moving on, my son. Okay. I uh, yes yes yes. Now. Uh, uh, I'm not sure how often you listen to the Sir Pro there, uh, Pastor. Uh, I, uh, I periodically from time to time, but uh, by and large, those boys annoy me. Now, especially what they've been doing lately, I don't know how up to date you are. They've been trying to throw a reruns on the, fr- on the Friday episode. They can't even do two a week no more, as it turns out. Yeah, the lazy bastards. Yeah. Uh, you know, from my understanding, Nick was the one to go, but uh, the Gator um, doesn't seem to really uh, want to commit to any of that. Gator has uh, p- commitment problems. I mean, he does have two ex-wives. Well, uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but I will say, uh, I, in relation to that, he often says, uh, that's a good stick. But I can tell you this next in here, it was not a good stick. Okay. Yes, as it turns out, uh, uh, Jerry Pulaski here um, has stolen a 1993 Chrysler New Yorker and was on the run. And he uh, stopped and uh, wanted a quick fix. 
and he pulled in to the gas station, and he got himself some uh, Swisher Sweets, as it turned out. Dear, dear me, son. Yes, it was not a proud moment for for Jerry Blaze here. I would think not. But uh, the pack was smoked, the wooden tips, in the Chrysler New Yorker, as it turns out, while drinking blackberry brandy, as it turns out. Yeah, and uh, some crimes were committed after, which is, you know, probably none of any of your business. But uh, I... Uh, and this I, is your time to confess. Okay. Uh, well, have you, uh, I leave have that you up about, to you. Okay. Have you heard about uh, Dog Day Afternoon? Yes. Well, I was the gentleman that was trying to get the sex change operation. And I convinced my boyfriend to rob a bank, as it turns out. Well, you had to have become the, uh, the, the elderly Polish man that you are today from the young Mexican woman that you were somehow, so... Yedeka, Yedeka, as it turns out. Anywho, uh... Uh, and, and lastly, as far as a, a cigar uh, confessions are concerned, I, and this is hard for me. Uh, it's okay, son. Moment. This is your That's moment. Okay. Cleanse the okay. soul. You will feel better once it is off your plate. This is very emotional. I've never told anybody this. Um, I did smoke a girth, Gurkha. Is it out? Oh, my son. Yes, well, they are such shit cigars. But they truly, they truly, they truly, truly are. Well, if that concludes your confession, it, it, it does, as it were. As it, it, it is time for me to absolve you, and given the nature of your final sin, I feel that you are not going to appreciate this absolvement as much as you should, but. Typically, in this situation, I would say that you have to smoke one Gurkha cigar for each one of your sins as a way for punishment. Well, heavens no. But, given the multitude of sins that I've heard today, there is a path to redemption for you, my son. But you have to be willing to take bold steps and get on that path. I simply will not cuddle with Gator. Well, no, 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 no. That would be another sin in and of itself. No, no. What I'm asking you to do today, my son, is you must go to, well, I would say your nearest brick-and-mortar store, but I, quite frankly, don't know very many of them that carry Gurkha, so you may have to go online, but... I, you- I, uh, I'm going to stop you there. Uh, I have been living in the a cellar for the better part of six months, and the Wi-Fi here is less than desirable. Wait, what? Exactly. Okay. Well, um, what? I'm, confu- <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> I, I live in a crawl space. Yes. And I, I am not proud of it, but I have fallen on hard times, as it were. Yes. Uh, this this inflation it has really hurt Jerry Blaze here. I can imagine. Black- Blackberry brandies do not grow on trees, no. as it turns out. And, uh, yes, I, uh, I am living in a, a crawl space, unbeknownst to the owner. And uh, I am I am uh, saving up some money to uh, eventually go to a brick and mortar. 
but at this time I have zero Wi-Fi and approximately $7.18. Wi-Fi. I could have sworn you said the wife was less than desirable, and I simply wonder. I'm like, my son, what does this man's wife have to do with anything? But okay. I I, I will say my wife, now ex-wife, she is very deceased, is less than desirable now. Yeah, she is a corpse. But, uh, yes, I said Wi-Fi. Okay, now that we've cleared that up. Somehow or another, my son, either be it through Wi-Fi or through uh, a brick-and-mortar purchase, you're going to have to get your hands on a box of Gurkha Royal Challenges. Oh, goodness gracious me. And my son, as penance for all of your sins, you will have to smoke that box of the Royal Challenge. And as verification of this endeavor... Uh, just bring the box with the bands and the 24 little butts in the box to the church and drop it off. And I will, at that point, know that you took care of this task. Um, I did not commit genocide. This seems very, very harsh penance. I, I, am, not Vladimir, Vladimir, I am not Vladimir uh, Putinsky. It's Jerry Polanski. This is true. This is true. But again, let's review and refresh here. So you you have committed the act of changing your sex from a young Mexican woman to an old Polish gentleman. That is, that is my good given right as an American citizen. You did commit war crimes at a Vietnamese restaurant. Again, it was it was a self defense. You. Uh, I'm having trouble even remembering the next few sins, my son, but I do know the wife of your daughter and your, your or the murder of your wife and daughter was in there. Yes. Uh, you know... Granted, under the influence of a gypsy woman's pie. Yes. Let's just, let's just skip ahead to the real reason we're here, Pastor. It is, a, it is the cigar sins. It is the cigar it, it truly is the cigar I'll be honest. The moment you told me you gave the Padron 1926 to the first-time smoker, it was one of those situations where your penance was you going know, to have to be stronger than normal. The, the, the conscience was saying, Jerry, 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 there, uh, he is not ready for it. He is not ready for it. The, the palate is not evolved. He won't appreciate it. He, he won't. won't appreciate it. But uh, I did in a moment of weakness. Uh, give it to him anyway. And it's all I had. Perhaps sometimes, my son, the better part of being a friend is telling your friend, no, you are not ready for this. Yes, yes. It was, a, it was not my proudest moment. Well, as such, again, the box of royal challenges, take care of that, and uh, we will be able to call this even. In the meantime... Will you be attending the Easter sermon following our time here in the confessional? Of course, of course I would. Uh, I got nothing else to do with my spare time uh, because the, the boys at the cigar pulpit, again, with the one show a week, and uh, quite frankly, between you and me, Pastor, there, uh, they've kind of been phoning in the last uh, couple of times. I don't know if you caught the latest, latest new episode there, but you weren't even trying. It's valid. They they truly have half-assed this year so far. It's it's been kind of abysmal. Although that episode with Mister Peg was entertaining, but that, that was a that was a home run as far as I'm concerned. Not necessarily because of them, though. Yes, the Mister Peg, uh, quite the gentleman. 
quite the scholar. And, uh, you know, his cigars, are, I tell you what. They are delightful. Than, a lot better than the Gerthka, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, yes. Although, let's be real. The swishers that you smoke in that uh, 1993, what was it, Lincoln? It, it was a it was a Chrysler New Yorker. Chrysler New Yorker. Those were even better than the Gurkhas, quite frankly. But yes, they were. You, you know what, though? Uh, what happens with the Gurkha is they spend all their time and all their money in the marketing, and not with the cigars. It's and true. That's what, you, that's what you get. I mean, I, we have admitted here many, many times at the church that the Gurkha packaging is very, very beautiful, and if only the cigars would just live up to that, but uh, it's neither here nor there, so... Well, my son, you absolve yourself with the smoking of the Royal Challenges, and just try to stay on the the path of righteousness. It, it seems as though you have tendencies to try and sway, and... Uh, just try and stay on the path of righteousness. And if you ever falter, just keep note and, you know, we can always do another confessional at that time. Now, now, I, uh, I appreciate your recommendations, sir. Uh, what if, just spitballing here, uh, if for every Gurkha, I smoke a Perdomo, c- c- can, I, can, I, can I reduce that penance or is this uh, kind of written in stone here? Are you wait? So you're asking to smoke a Podomo instead of the Gurkhas? Uh, you, you know you can uh, get the whole uh, good yeah, mixed with the evil there, as it turns out. So I, I'll smoke, I'll smoke an evil Gurkha, and then I'll smoke a good Podomo. The the whole uh, late and night concept, as it turns out. You know, it had to, to be a balance, Jerry Pulaski. The thing is, my son, it has to be a punishment. I mean, you know, you have That's to. Fair. You do That's have fair. to be. You do have to experience some sort of punishment for these sins that you've committed. And well, smo- okay, smoking uh, a Podomo uh, is a blessing, uh, not a punishment. Well, okay, okay. And again, just spitballing here. We're not talking about the uh, state collection here. How about a lot twenty threes? I'll make you a deal. If you smoke half the box of the Royal Challenge, you can follow that up with five Perdomo frescoes. Now, that, that, that seems more reasonable there, as it turns out. Okay. Never let it be said that Pastor Barnaby Rothschild is not a agreeable, amenable man. I mean, well, you know. I, I would say that. I would agree with that. However... Uh, if memory serves, you did get into the fisticuffs with Mr. Miller. And you stole the cigar. No, 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 it's not my Jerry Pulaski's position to judge here. But the man has dated a Scientologist and a prostitute who is male or female. I don't know. But he has some troubles of his own. Well, let's be real. He was not there... Gator gave me that cigar. I was unaware that that was Mr. Miller's cigar at the time. And Gator gave me that cigar. Now, one could blame Gator for that situation? I don't know, perhaps. I take responsibility in that I smoked it. As for the fisticuffs, well, Mr. Miller came at me and I just had to defend myself. That's just the way it is. I mean... You, you, you cannot allow another man to strike you in such a fashion without some sort of reprisal. Have you, have you seen in the, uh, the latest Oscars, as it turned out? You can. 
I guess. I have, and all I would say to Mr. Miller is that he needs to keep my name out of his fucking mouth. Oh, with some fucking good coffee. Fucking good coffee. Indeed. Indeed, as it were. I will... You know, you know uh, that is a is a good coffee. Yeah, it is good served hot as as well as cold. To uh, get your caffeine fixed, either way, depending on the season, as we are approaching uh, outdoor death smoking season, or in Jerry Polanski's case, uh, outdoor uh, crawl space season. I would think that you would be less than happy with your current living situation in the springtime when all the rains are coming well you know it uh, it always rains in uh sunny california true and seattle true in southern africa true and in the sewers where i'm currently calling you from all right well anyway my son uh, yes, I am looking forward to the outdoor enjoyment as well. You know, you get to light up that, that wonderful Aladino cigar. I know we're the Church of the Podomo, but it's the, but the, the wonderful Aladino cigars, they just, they, they have such a rich flavor and aroma and, and, and spice and everything to them and well-constructed. And I know that I like to buy mine from Riverman Cigar Company over there in Crestwood, Missouri, and have them with my cup of fucking good coffee. It sounds like a delightful evening, M- much different than the evening I'm going to have uh, of smoking gurkhas and uh, trying to forget all my past sins. Well, my son, once you complete that task, perhaps we can have you over to the rectory to have an Aladino and some fucking good coffee. Well, that sounds like a reward, as it turns out. Just got to get past the pain, my son. What is it they say? You can't have the pudding if you don't eat your meat. Well, in this case, take care of the Gurkha challenge, and we'll move on to the good stuff. Thank you, Pastor, for your time and for hearing all my sins. Now, just so we're on the same page, it's just going to be between Jerry Pulaski and Pastor Burnaby, correct? For sure, my son. No one else will ever hear this. Oh, thank you. Thank you, please. That is, that is, that is uh, delightful to these old Polish years as a turtle. All right. Well, you take care, my son, and you have a happy Easter. Yes, as you were. And did, uh, did you hear the good news, Mr. Burnaby? Uh, the, the good news? Uh, he is risen. Amen. Amen. Hello, my brothers and sisters in smoke, and welcome to a joyous Easter sermon from the Church of the Holy Podomo. Today I will be telling you a joyous story. It's a beautiful one of hope and redemption that will make your heart lift up. This is the story of Easter. Now, folks, I am making a perhaps broad assessment that perhaps you are familiar with the story of Easter as it is already. But there are aspects of it that... I don't believe it been fully fleshed out, and in some cases, maybe mistranslated. To start with, Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday is typically the day that Jesus rode into Jerusalem, but today I would like to tell you that Palm Sunday should really be known as Tobacco.
Tobacco Sunday. As the people waved tobacco leaves at Jesus as he arrived in Jerusalem, and not palms. Now, in many churches, those palms are then burnt and the ashes are used the following year for Ash Wednesday services. We here at the Church of the Holy Perdomo, we save our ashes from our cigars all year long. And we use those cigar ashes to make the mark of the Holy Cross on Ash Wednesday. Now, upon arriving in Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. While the money changers and those selling doves had offended him greatly, what really set him off was the man who was selling fake Cubans and Gurkhas. For nothing is an affront to God more than a man selling fake Cubans or Gurkhas inside of a holy temple. Now, while all this was taking place, what Jesus did not know was that Judas, one of his acolytes, was working to betray him. You see, Judas was the type of friend who would take a really expensive cigar from the humidor and only smoke about two inches of it or so before abandoning it in an ashtray. So, at the hearse with the disciples, Jesus would give Judas a budget cigar. Because why would you give him a good cigar if he's just going to waste it? However, this offended Judas, and so he began to plot against him. Moving forward in the week, the Last Supper is described in the Bible in great detail. But they left out the fact that a mighty hearth took place following it. Many, many fine cigars were smoked that night. And following the last hearth, Jesus went off to pray and fire up a toro in the garden. As he was there, enjoying his cigar, Judas and the soldiers came for him, and he was betrayed. Jesus was tortured and crucified. It is a particularly brutal way to die. Most especially painful for Jesus was having the Roman soldiers walk up upon him, smoking cigars from his holy humidor. It truly was an affront to all he stood for. Following Jesus' death, his body and what was left of his cigars were laid in a tomb, and a large rock was placed over the doorway. Now Mary had gone to see the tomb and get cigars from the Holy Humidor. When she arrived at the tomb, she found that the rock had been pushed aside and that Jesus' body was missing. She went to check his humidor and had to open it, for it had no glass on top and she could not see in. And when she opened it, what she saw shook her to her core. It was empty, except for a single piece of cellophane. She said, where is Jesus' holy perdomos? And she ran to go get some of Jesus' apostles. Later, they ran back and opened the humidor themselves. They saw only the cellophane, and they said, where is our Lord and Savior's holy cigars? Then the disciples went back to their homes, but Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and one other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They've taken my Lord's cigars away, she said, and I don't know where they have put them. He worked hard to cultivate that collection of fine tobacco. 
At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. Woman, he said, why are you crying? What is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried his cigars away, please tell me where you have put them, and I will get them. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned towards him and cried out in Aramaic, Ravini, which means teacher. He held out his hand and glowing with the power of God himself was the ultimate cigar made only from the best leaves ever cultivated. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord and he wishes to herf. And she told them that he had said these things to her. Thank you, my brothers and sisters in smoke, and I wish upon you a wonderful Easter. Spend it with your family. Eat lots of ham. Don't let those Easter bunnies poop too many chocolate eggs for you to eat, because they will give you tummy aches. And in honor of Easter, and the massive sacrifice Jesus made for you and for me, light up a cigar and enjoy it fully. Happy Easter. God bless. Yeah.